Welcome to the Golden Hills Podcast Daily, where you can spend a few minutes each day with us to meditate on God's Word. Now, here's today's encouraging message. Hi, my name is Johnny Moore, and I am one of the pastors on staff at Golden Hills. I have the privilege to work with our men's, marriage, and community initiative ministries. A few short weeks ago, I doubt that any of us would have ever imagined the extreme measures our country has had to take in order to flatten the curve of the coronavirus. Many have become ill, many have died, many have lost their jobs or businesses. In a sense, we have lost the ability to be with those we consider to be our community. We've had to work from home, meetings are online, we're living in a fear of an unseen enemy that could strike at any time. And of course, who would have ever thought the stores are out of toilet paper. In times such as these, it's easy to question who God is and where He is when things do not go the way we think they should. There have been times in my own life that I've asked those very questions, and I'm always drawn to a passage of Scripture that answers those questions and more. This passage powerfully reminds me of the sovereignty of God. It reminds me that He is omnipotent, meaning all-powerful, that He is omniscient, meaning all-knowing, and He's omnipresent, meaning present everywhere. The scripture I'm referring to reminds me of who God is, the Creator, and who I am, the creation. And even though I want to question Him, I must realize that it is He is in control, and His plan is perfect. Many of us are familiar with the book of Job. It's the biblical account or story of Job, a man of God. He was a man that had been blessed with tremendous wealth, livestock, crops, a wife, and many children, including great influence in his community. God describes Job in chapter 1, verse 8. There is none like him. There is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. What a powerful statement God makes about Job. In the verses that follow this description, God in his sovereign power allows Job, excuse me, allows Satan to test Job's faith. In literally a matter of days, Job is stripped of nearly everything in his possession. He was struck with massive devastation. Job lost all of his wealth, his possessions, and even his children all died tragically. Though absolutely and thoroughly devastated, Job still worshipped God. Job states in 121, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Eventually, Job's health was taken, and he was struck with painful boils all over his body. His wife even encouraged him to curse God and die. Yet he still spoke with reverence for God. Job 2.10, he states, Shall we receive good from God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. But as we see Job in the days ahead, he begins to despair. He begins to feel sorry for himself, and he is also confronted with the input from three strategic friends, Bildad, Zophar, and Eliphaz. 
As they speak to Job, his faith begins to eat, be eaten away. Their comments range from saying Job is suffering what he deserves to encouraging Job to question God or to implying that God is just refining him. At first, Job acknowledges God's righteousness, wisdom, and sovereignty, but then he gradually changes his thinking. All this comes to a head in chapter 31. Job begins to tell his friends that he doesn't understand why things happened to him. He explains what a good person he is, listing his many good deeds and defending his innocence. Then finally, he throws down the gauntlet to God in Job 31.5. Job says, Here is my signature. Let the Almighty answer me, meaning, tell me, God, why things are happening to me. In God's patient timing, he confronts Job in chapters 38 through 41. I'm going to read chapter 38 to see how God answers Job. Then then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Dress for action like a man. I will question you and you make it known to me. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? On what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst out from the womb? When I made clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band and prescribed limits for it and set bars and doors and said, Thus shall, thus far shall you come and no farther, and here your proud waves stayed. Have you commanded the morning since your days began and caused the dawn to know its place? That it might take hold of the skirts of the earth and the wicked be shaken out of it. It's changed like clay under the seal, and its features stand out like a garment. From the wicked their light is withheld, and their uplifted arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea, or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been revealed to you, or have you seen the gates of the deep darkness? Have you comprehended the expanse of the earth? Declare if you know all this. Where is the way to the dwelling light, and where is the place of darkness, that you may take take it to its territory, and that you may discern the past to its home? You know, for you were born then, and the number of your days is great. Have you entered the storehouses of snow, or have you seen the storehouses of the hail, which I have reserved for the time of trouble, for the day of battle and war. What is the way to the place where the light is distributed, or where the east wind is scattered upon the earth? Who has cleft a channel for the torrents of rain and a way for the thunderbolt? To bring a rain, excuse me, to bring rain on a land where no man is, or the desert in which there is no man. To satisfy the waste in the desolate land and to make the ground sprout with grass. Has the rain a father or who has begotten the drops of dew? From those from whose womb did the ice come forth and who has given birth to the frost of heaven? 
The waters become hard like stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. Wow, these are incredible statements by God in Job chapter 38. I can't imagine being Job and to have God of the heavens and earth call me out like that. What a powerful way for God to remind Job just who he was, is, and is to come. But we also see a tender God who has once again waited patiently to address Job. It was not that Job it was not that Job had lost his faith in who God was. It was Job was trying to position himself to show his peers he had done nothing wrong. Finally, in Job chapter 42, we see two very important things. First of all, Job comes to humbling to a humbling realization that God's way is perfect. Job never gets his answers to the why all the things happened to him. Let me repeat that. Job never gets answers to why all the things that had happened to him. But he comes to the point where he repents of his complaining, questioning, and challenging God's wisdom. His circumstances had not changed, but his heart had. Through the process of loss and devastation, Job developed a greater understanding of God's sovereign will. And secondly, God in his loving compassion forgives Job and accepts his humble prayer of repentance. These verses are not just a great reminder to me, but to all God's children and about his sovereignty and his perfect plan. As I or we are tempted at times to question God and his plan, may we remember that he is the creator and we are his creation. That God loves us and has been demonstrating that since creation. We can trust him and his faithfulness as we submit to him. May we continue to worship him in the midst of fear and uncertainty as much as we do in the times of comfort and peace. And for me, I hope this is a great reminder and encouragement to you that we can trust that God is who he is and we are a part of his plan. We hope today's episode was a blessing to you. Please make sure to subscribe to the Golden Hills Podcast in your favorite podcast app like Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can always find us on the web at www.goldenhills.org. We hope you'll visit with us again tomorrow.